Michigan State head soccer coach Damon Runsing and a few of the Red Cedar Rowdies are in the studio to talk about the Rowdies and their importance. The Corn Cake Podcast on the Sunday starts now. Ladies and gentlemen, your very own Michigan State Spartans. Goal scored by Fatai Alashe, Ryan Keener, and the cast. Let's hear it for your MSU Spartans, Rachel Van Poplen. Goal scored by Mary Catherine Fiebernitz. A few national team players here on the Seattle Sounders, Clint Dempsey. Whatever mobile device you are listening on and wherever you are listening, I want to thank you. At Michigan State, we have a student section for revenue sports like football. We also have the Izone for men's basketball. Heck, you could probably even count Cedar Village as one, you know, on its own student section sometimes. But, you know, we also have another student section for MSU soccer called the Red Cedar Rowdies. And we have them in studio. We have Luke Ferris, Alex Byers, Grant Boxy, and Chris Simmons to talk about the Red Cedar Rowdies along with head coach Damon Rensing. How's it going, guys? Good. Fantastic. <laughs> nice. Can't complain. All right. Good deal. Good deal. So, Damon, just to start off with you, what does it mean to have a student section for your game, being like a small non-revenue sport? It's unbelievable, like, to be quite honest. I mean, and, and for someone who's been here as a player in the late 90s um, and then, you know, even seeing some stuff with, with Joe in the mid to late 2000s and then, you know, when I took over here, you know, we it was a push to try to do, but it, it took some time and we would go to all these other venues and, and see where I could see where it actually affected some of the play of our players, you know, a young player or, or things or teams that could feed off of the energy. And these last two years, I see that happening for our program. I see um, our players feeding off of the energy of, of the Rowdies, and I see um, the other teams maybe feeding off of it in a, in a oh, negative way oh, yes. with the Rowdies. And so it's been, uh, it's been honestly invaluable. And question for you guys. So, Luke, did you start the Red Cedar Rowdies? Who started the Yeah, I was with part of a group in 2011 as a freshman. Uh, Mike Young, is, he's a manager as well. He helped, helped start it. We were both freshmen and a couple of seniors. Um, we tried to start it in 2011. It's, it officially started. Uh, we had a few good games where we had a pretty good turnout. Uh, but as a freshman, it was really hard to just be around and know people and get people to come to games. So in 2011, it was we started, but it was it was tough. Uh, to say the least, we had one or two games where we got people to come, but other than that, it was sometimes it was three of us just yelling. Uh, so it was those were the tough days. Those were definitely the tough days starting out. Okay, and then when you finally kind of got it together, you know how many people were kind of really officially first part of the actual Red Cedar Rowdies? Well, the guys that are here they they really helped, especially last year. Uh, I'd say last year is when you saw an exponential growth of stability uh, in anywhere from twenty to fifty every game. Uh, we had a few games this year where I think we we got over seventy seventy five, mm-hmm. and so Michigan especially yeah, yeah for the couple. Michigan game. So it's it really was that these guys, uh, some of our friend group that really bought into the idea um, and the culture behind it. Because uh, without that, it would have just been me standing and yelling, and that would have looked stupid. So <laughs> it was really these guys who who helped and came along and supported it. And then Damon, as a coach, you know, uh, what do the players think of having the Red Cedar Rowdies at you know each home game? Well, they they love it. You know, and I think, you know, these guys did a great job in, in 2012, but I think sometimes it helps to score some goals and win some games. And <laughs> unfortunately, in 2012, we had some injuries and, and didn't quite get it going. But, you know, when you start to score goals and win games and the students can get behind you, I think it's great. I think it's, you know, all of our players' goals are to try to be professionals, okay? Um, 
and obviously they want to be great student athletes, but they want to play soccer at the highest level and have the greatest possible student athlete experience. And, and, uh, when you go look at these professional environments, there's student sections or there's sections that are cheering for their team. And so I think this makes them feel as close to a professional team when they have all these guys doing what you would see at every other professional sporting event. And probably one thing I probably should ask you before, did they come with, did they come to you with the idea? Did they come to athletic com with the idea? Like how did you start really getting involved with Red Cedar Rowdies? Yeah. My assistant Kylie Standard and I, we all obviously decided we, we need to try to get this going um, but Kylie did a lot of the, the grunt work and leg work to, to kind of get it and connect with these guys and the, you know, through the, the social medias and I can, I can text and follow Twitter and that's about as good as I am <laughs> at it, but my younger assistants are really good at it. So they did, a did, did Kylie and, and Ben did a lot to get these guys going. And then, you know, I, I think my role as the head coach is to just let these guys know how important they are and try to support them in that and, and feed off of what they're doing. And then I guess when you guys come to the games, you know, what's your goal? Are you trying to get in players' heads? You know, you just want to be as supportive as you can. Just kind of describe, you know, each one of you can say something. It doesn't have to just be Yeah, Luke. Yeah, I mean, when, you know, well, we go into the to the stadium, and the first thing on our mind is let, let it be known that the Rowdies are here. You know, the drum, as soon as we leave, we leave the Sparty statue. You know, we're banging on that drum, making sure everyone knows we are here. And, you know, you can see in the players, they're like, oh, man, like, here come the Rowdies, you know. And then you can see on the other team, oh, oh my God, what are these guys doing, <laughs> you know. So that's that's probably the first thing on our minds. And then from there, you know, as the game progresses, if we see, you know, a player misses a goal on the other team or, like, and gets really angry, then we know, okay, we're going to pick on you. <laughs> let's, fi- let's figure out your name and uh, see how you work, you know. I think this all swelled from just, like, everybody in this group. We all love soccer. Uh, we've looked around at other colleges. We looked around at like the Euro soccer culture, and and we wanted to establish something like that at MSU. And I think everything that stemmed from that is from that core kind of belief that just we want soccer to flourish. We want people to enjoy this game, and that's why you look around. We've got conch shell horns, and we've got <laughs> bass drums, and we've got streamers littering the field, and they have to take time off to clean it off. <laughs> <laughs> that all stems from this, everyone's just having a good time. We all want to be there. Uh, I think that's really just the core the core value there. Yeah, I want to say especially, that's definitely it for me. You know, as a Red Sea Rowdy uh, newbie, I'm going to go, I joined this year. Um, this this kind of all stemmed from, you know, a lifelong time of soccer. I played in high school, so I didn't get to sit in the fan, uh, in the stands. I didn't get to go to any professional games, so this is definitely living it up for me, um, just kind of getting really involved in the supporters' culture. Yeah, I mean, that's why I didn't play soccer growing up, but I got into it because of supporter culture, like Chris was saying about the European game, and uh, that's really what we want to be there. We want to support our team through thick and thin. You compare other student groups, and I, I love all the other student groups. I'm a part of the zone. I'm going to go to football games, uh, and, and I go to hockey games as well, but a lot of times it's, it's, it's the cheering is based off of what happens exactly on the field. And that does happen. If, if we're scoring a goal, if there's goals, it's going to be a more exciting game. But we want to support the team through thick and thin. And that's really what so- soccer supporter culture is. It's you're supporting the team no matter what. And it's kind of rare. I, I think the Izone started out that way. I don't know if it is anymore. Um, that's another topic. But and especially football, too. You saw last year, I think there was a lot of flack for the football student section. And you see problems at like Central Michigan and other schools where it's just students just are there and they're they are they're waiting for something to happen. They expect something to happen for them. Uh, for us, it's we're we're coming like Byers said. We're coming and creating the atmosphere right away. Uh, and we're, we know we we want to support the team. We want to be with the team uh, through thick and thin. So I think 
everything is is about that. Yeah, and uh, I just want to highlight one one particular uh, time. This has happened a couple times, but uh, I think one of the proudest parts of being a rowdy is when we are scored on, when we lose a game, we are singing just the same as when we win. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the most proud. Like you see people walking out of all the other games after a loss or whatever, or they're looking set. We're sitting there. We stay along the line. We cheer. We sing just the same. And I think, I mean, I think it's like a, a good feeling from a student section perspective, but I think the players and the, the teams really appreciate that as well. Yeah. Just a nice mutual respect between, you know, fan and player. And I guess, you know, if we look at the field from press box side, that whole left side is, is your goal to fill up the whole entire stands with students, you know, by, you know, maybe not next year, but, you know, for future years to come? Yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. We were just talking about, I mean, the dream would be in 10 years to come back and we have our own section stand. Uh, and we were talking about it just like, hey, what's this? Coming back and like, is this, what, what's this? And, and just enjoying that. I mean, that's really the goal. Um, Chris was saying just spreading the soccer culture and movement. I mean, the more people to come, the better. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, that's what it's all about. Yeah, because, you know, what if we came back in five, ten years and there's a whole bunch of people going, you know, we just post up in the back and say, hey, what's going on? You know, <laughs> a young freshman goes like, oh, this is Red Cedar Rowdy. Oh, tell me more about it. You, know, you want to do Tetris? What's Tetris? You know, we don't know any of these channels. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool, I like this. That'd be just such a cool feeling. And then um, as far as, you know, using it, you know, do you tell recruits, you know, hey, we have our own student section now. Is that something that's really appealing to recruits, having your own student section? Yeah, it certainly helps. I mean, recruiting, um, there's all kinds of different things that, that get kids to want to, to wanna be at Michigan State. And the best thing is is when we have the recruits at the games. I and mean, we had recruits at the Michigan game. We had recruits at several of the other games. You know, even when, you know, I thought even in 2012 when we played Georgetown, they were awesome and we lost 2-1 to one in overtime. But mm-hmm. there's recruits at those games, and they see that that's the best way for us to show, look, the, here's what the atmosphere is about when, when you're here. So, um yeah, and then you got the Big Ten Network. So when there's home games in the Big Ten Network, even the, the camera doesn't necessarily film right onto the the rowdies. You can hear them, you know, <laughs> you can hear them the whole time. So that's awesome. What do the parents say about it? The parents made comments to I, you about it? I, no, I think the parents uh, the parents love it. You know, again, these guys, like they said, they support our guys, and probably the only people that support our, the soccer team more than the rowdies is the parents. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so you think about the, all the stuff that the parents have gone through. They just want to see their kids be in support. When they see 50, 70 other students supporting their, their kids, I think, I think it's awesome. And I think we've really got to a good, good balance where mm-hmm. um, there's a great atmosphere, but I think language is at a very minimum. Mm-hmm. I think families can take kids to the games too, and, mm-hmm. and there's just a really good, neat thing. I mean, I've got an 8-year-old daughter and a – six-year-old son and they know every chant you know they're at home <laughs> singing it all the time so um it's great is that something you guys to like think about for chance as far as language you know you want to keep it to you know you want to get the meaning out of it but you don't want to you know no expletives or anything is that what you guys kind of think about yeah, yeah. oh yeah that, i mean that's something we've as in the evolution and in, in kind of the growing pains of that is you'll have some people who who want to use a swear words and, and chants and uh, we have a lot of influence from Detroit City FC supporter group, uh, Northern Guard, uh, and they've been really influential in, in mentoring us. But I would say they tend to be on the, the, the extreme side of language. Uh, and, and I think through growing processes, and Damon's been great, they've been so supportive. And I think 
seeing those those things when when kids are coming up and want to blow the conch shell or or bang on the bass drum or or sing a chant i mean that's that's the dream right there when you can get a community involved in supporting a soccer team that's amazing well, I think the other thing when you when you when you really look at cheering and supporting, it's the creativity. You know, I don't know how creative really a few four letter words are, but when I <laughs> see the guys chanting "You only brought your parents" or singing "Keener's hair is wonderful," you know, yeah. that kind of stuff to me is what's really creative. That's to me the beauty of what what these guys do. Um, and then you know, who comes up with these chants? You guys kind of just like you know write down ideas. You, know, you mean I mean a lot of chants are taken from like songs but you just change the lyrics i mean who come you guys just sit down and converse about this yeah well we've had a couple standard maybe like three or four that we've known uh since the beginning and sometimes you know if we have players names we can kind of mess around with that a little bit and then you know honestly if anyone comes up with anything like hey let's try it out you know you teach us and then let them go up front bang the drum and we'll we'll follow you know what's your favorite one among others (laughs) um I suppose I suppose my personal favorite, purely from just the no- is is we'll sing like we love you, we love you, where you go will follow, and that's just like that's I mean it's not necessarily funny, but that's what we do. That like I think really embodies our just general feel as a group. And yeah, I'm, I'm shoes off. I, I love oh. all the ones where we can get you know the most uh, participation. You know, not just mm. from the rowdies, but you know sometimes even the kids will start jumping up and high five and going nuts. And I I like that um, probably the most. Um, not just the ones that we know, but the ones that you know you can see everyone else will, like will pick on, uh, pick up and want to want to continue that. Yeah, to elaborate what Grant was saying, shoe, he said shoes off. So what we do is we go shoes off for the boys in green shoes. And then what you do is while you're saying this, you have your sh- you take your shoes off. So all of a sudden you got you know 50 of these of these students just waving their shoes around and boys in green then you know high fives for the people are high five and hugging well and we change it up it's just a lot of fun to see everyone communicating just like that a lot of a lot of our chants will sometimes either like borrow or just kind of like get ideas from other uh supporter sections uh use that as an inspiration um but then we also have a couple that i would like to think are pretty as close as to original as you're as you're going to get mm-hmm yeah, I, I I love the making stuff up on the fly. I think that's one of my favorite things when we have someone just starts making up things, whether it's adapting a name to a, a song we already have or just making jokes. Uh, I think I think we we like the puns. I think puns are an important part of the rowdies, um, making those kind of silly joke dad jokes. Um, but I I love that when in the middle of a game in a situation we can joke around. I think there's been multiple times where we've had opposing players interact with us and like oh, laugh yeah. at yes. what we say which is yeah i love that because it's like they're students and, and yeah. they think it's fun and it's unique so well, we even had the one that we gave a lot of grief what, what's yannick. Cool? yannick yannick yep he even followed us on twitter actually yeah he, had a great <laughs> he, time. He, he ran by us at the end i believe maybe valparaiso i could be yeah. wrong oh yeah uh, he, and he came by and you know he gave us a little clap like <laughs> oh cool heck yeah yannick we like you better than the guy who's getting angry you know <laughs> um so you guys have the big drum. Do you guys bring posters? I know you have scarves as well. Um, you know, what, what kind of like posters do you bring or flags or anything like that? Yeah, so we, we have some flags. Some, some of them are originals. Um, we have a few Don't Tread on Me flags, uh, which has kind of been adapted from U.S. soccer supporter culture uh, for the national team. Uh, I made one last for last yeah. year uh, that has the Mullen Labe 
uh, from 300, or I guess it's a historical thing. Yeah. Um, I made that, which was amazing, one of the proudest moments of my oh, life, because yeah. I'm not crafty. Oh, he is not. <laughs> I'm not crafty. Not crafty. I, took, yeah. I bought a Nigeria flag and then painted a like, Spartan helmet in the middle. That was one of my proudest moments, because oh, yeah. I actually painted it in my own two hands. But we have a bunch of other stuff, like, Talk about the fatheads last oh. year. <laughs> oh, of course. For the Michigan game, we cut out giant giant heads of some of our favorite players and, you know, um, some of the coaches. For instance, Kylie Stannard, uh, the assistant coach. We have a giant Kylie head. It's it's hanging in our friend's apartment right now. Um, you know, people people at parties, you know, like, who is that guy? It's, it's Kylie, you know? He's, he's a soccer coach. What? Okay, you know, that's cool. And, you know, Keener. And we were just... We were just uh, showing them to the other players and like, look what we got, you know, giant heads. We've got a, like, we've made drawings and banners before. One of my all-time favorites was for the Michigan game. Someone drew a, an amazing picture of the Joker from the Dark Knight, uh, and it was just him holding up a card that said, like, I'll make the Wolverines disappear. It was very well done, and I think, like, I'm just trying to envision myself as a player. Uh, if I was looking at the student section, like, if, if not intimidating, I'd find it impressive. That, that, that's dedication. <laughs> I have to give a shout-out to my girlfriend, Audrey Simpkins, for drawing that and yeah, painting Audrey? it. I did not do that. So <laughs> it was yeah, that, that, that. My creativity goes only at a certain not point. So, so I, I, she helped us out with that yeah, one. Yeah, Audrey. Yeah. We give our players a lot of trouble if they give shout-outs to their girlfriends on radio. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's more to embarrass her, actually. <laughs> you know, Fatai is yeah, the first podcast of the Kylie. Oh, boy. <laughs> Classic Fatai. Fatai. Um, so what did the uh, opposing coaches ever tell you about the, you know, Hey, I love your student section. Are they ever making any, any say anything about it? No, we do get some some compliments just on you know you guys have really kind of created a good atmosphere here. You know, obviously the the other thing, along with the rowdies, is just DeMartin Stadium and Old College Field is just a beautiful setting. Mm. Oh, so yeah. I think I think when you see a lot of the Big Ten coaches who have been coming here for years and they've just continually seen the transformation. And I, I like I said, we we had a field back in the day, and now we've got a stadium. You know, and you're looking, okay, God, this is a great stadium, beautiful setting, you know, and then they start to see more fans, and now you see a good student section. So I think it, they just kind of continually see the progression, and I think they're very uh, respectful of it and, and good about it. And I guess, what's your favorite game to go to during the year? I mean, Michigan game as a just, oh, yeah. just this year, just this year was one, it was some of the most fun I've ever had in my life. It was. Uh, among it was many things, but among other things, it was a trouncing. Uh, <laughs> that it was. It, it, really it was. Good. It was destruction. And <laughs> after every goal, I mean, it was just we could do no wrong. It was a phenomenal game. And after every goal, the field would be so strewn with streamers. Oh, yes. That the, like timeouts would have to be taken to clean it up, and you could stand on the. I was standing in the very front and just watching as these just volleys of streamers were flying past me. It was a wonderful sight. Yes, we bought out Party City that day we for the, approximately 100 streamers. So, yeah, employees weren't happy, but uh, we were. Yeah, I think I think the I don't the Mitten Derby is by far the biggest game of the year. I mean, that's like it, it all comes down to that. I think because you get people that'll come just to watch it. Uh, so for us, it's like you know the for the players, it's I would say it's probably the, the biggest game of the year. But for us, it is too because. A lot of students are just coming to watch it that maybe have never come to a game before. So for us, it's like, okay, we we got to put on a good show. Like, oh, yeah. we got to show yeah. up, too. So it's a pretty hype game for us. I like a lot of the early uh, non-conference games, oh, yeah. especially that first couple of weeks of the school year when you can, we can get a lot of people out and they don't have the homework excuse. 
which is the worst oh, excuse yeah. ever. Yeah. I like some of those games because you get to see people that in teams that you maybe ne- don't see as much and uh, some good competition, and they're a lot of fun games. So. Yeah, like for instance, I remember Oregon State was uh, you mm-hmm. know early mm-hmm. September. It was just a Saturday; everyone was hanging out. It was just a beautiful fall day. Mm. The leaves were changing, DeMartin. like DeMartin Stadium. So beautiful! Oh, so beautiful, classic DeMartin. <laughs> uh, and so you know, it was cool. You know, Oregon, the team from Oregon. Wow, they'd probably never see them again, but that's cool. It, you know, Oregon's such a cool state for soccer as well. They got a good MLS presence, Major League Soccer. Um, so I love those days when it's just everyone's hanging out, just watching soccer and being rowdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, how come no women's games for you guys? Have you guys tried or? Yeah, we tried. We've come. We went to a few uh, last last year. Um, I think the hard part is is establishing a, a good enough group to to do that. Uh, when there's double headers, that helps. That we went to one last year it was a double header. Um, obviously, like that's something that I've always wanted to do is have enough solid people to go to both games. Um, I think that's just kind of unfortunately the way it is when you don't have an established group. It's hard. It's hard enough to get guys to the men's games um, to add another group on to that. But I'd say last year was one of our best years as far as spreading out where we were going. We actually we went to a field hockey game. We went to a women's volleyball game. Yeah. Um, we got invited to a gymnastics event, which oh, yeah. we declined because how, of how it could be dangerous. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's something that we've wanted to do and as far as vision is to start going to a lot more women's games uh it's harder when it's staggered days um especially weekdays uh it's but when there are double headers that it works out really well for us oh yeah and you know it's really hard you know even just going to all the men's games it's people it's hard to remember that you know we're students we got we have other things to do unfortunately we just can't make it to both um and that's something we really like to make time for and you know, get another division maybe and try and get as many people to both because it's, it's all about the promotion of soccer and, and Michigan State, really. And then has, I don't know, Coach Saxon wanted more students at the game? I mean, as, I mean, obviously he's been to some of your games probably and looked at the student section. Has he mentioned anything about that? Well, I think all coaches want to continue to, to have that, you know, and like I said, I think it's one of those things where it's just tough. I mean, there's a reason why there's, you know, thousands at the football games and um, it kind of all just trickles down from that, I think. You know, you've got obviously a great zone and, and the slap shots in hockey, but it's just hard. There's only so many students that are passionate about sports and, and athletics in Michigan State, and it's just hard to get it to go around. But I think every coach would, every coach within the athletic department would welcome any kind of support that they can get, um, whether it's, you know, two crazy students like Luke for us in 2011 or, or um, you know, 50 of them uh, for the Rowdies. Well, I have a proposition for you guys. I Uh-oh. think that'd be kind of cool. Um, so you guys know when Bruce Pearl and Pat Summit coached at the University of Tennessee, you know, they were on ESPN a couple times. And Bruce Pearl brought his team to the game, and he'd sat in the student, ste- uh, the student section with them. And I thought it'd be kind of cool is if, Damon, you and your players came to the game. Now, Bruce Pearl went all out, and he painted his body, and he was part of, like, oh. the gold balls. Uh-oh. I don't know if you want to do the Go State thing. Well, the guys, I don't know, they'd be pretty cool. But, I mean, I think it'd be pretty cool to see you guys, you know, the team with you inside the student section. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's Kylie. Or Ben's maybe more of a guy for that, right? But um, <laughs> Maybe, maybe I, it's I, Luke. <laughs> what I thought would be cool is Pat Summit did it with her women's team as she mm. went to the men's basketball game. So if that was something that maybe you guys would think of doing. That's great. You know, oh, yeah. that's a good we'll write it down. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think about that, Damon? I would definitely be in that student section. I do not know if I'll be shirtless with a painted chest. <laughs> I don't think anybody should be seeing. It. But um, 
We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I can tell you that I wouldn't be in there. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd love to do that. It'd be great. Any, I actually enjoy any interaction that I, I'm able to get with these guys because um, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I know a couple people would be willing to paint their body. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it should be part of the rowdies. And then maybe, like, like I said, maybe Ben, maybe Callie would do it. I don't oh. know. Is Callie maybe? I think, like, you know, Keener and Patai would probably be down for oh, that too or something. Maybe. Maybe Jerome. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Ben, Kylie, myself, and Paul are new new volunteer assistant. Maybe we could like each take ten minutes, so then it would just yeah stagger you know, guest appearances. Yeah. You could do that. Oh, shirtless. I'm talking. I'd be there. For oh, shirtless. Oh, 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 yeah. That would be good. That would awesome. be good. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. Um, I think that's everything I have. Anything you guys like to add? Just you know, just about the Red Cedar Rowdies or Damon. Any other comments or? How to join? Um, I know you guys have a Twitter. You guys want to talk about the Twitter and what you guys talk about or anything? Well, yeah, people have. That's one thing people have asked us. How do I join the rowdies? And the thing is, you just be there. You just be a part of it. You be a part of the soccer culture. You know, whether it's being going all out, you are banging on the drum, you are going crazy, you're losing your voice, or maybe even just you know sitting in the back, just admiring the game and just watching how the players are communicating and playing. You know, then you're part of the rowdies. There's no, there's nothing you have to sign. There's nothing you have to pay. It's just being a part of the soccer culture. Yeah, I'd say, Grant, do you want to talk about how like you started? Because we were just talking about that. Yeah, honestly, um, so yeah, I, I joined this year. I, I'm a new new rowdy. Um, and honestly, just how I got connected with these guys, I knew not, I didn't know Alex, I didn't know Luke um, coming into this year. But it's just connection through Twitter, at Red Cedar Rowdies, um, Facebook group, just Red Cedar Rowdies on Facebook. And I, I just saw, you know, the support for soccer. You know, like I said, I haven't been a part of big, you know, sections in my life. So I was like, you know, what, I'm going to give this a shot. You know, I've been the player, now time to be the fan. Um, you just, just as easy as they said, just show up, you know, my first day brought my favorite green and white shirt and just kind of all came here from there. And, uh, I just want to add one retrospective comment kind of thing. Like I just remember as this year came to a close, looking back to the previous year when there was like, I was one of four guys that would go to these games and we would stand there and we probably looked so dumb. We were having so much fun yelling and chanting just the four of us. And I just remember one game. I turned around and realized that, wow, there are 50 people behind me. Like, I'm so happy to have been a part of starting this. And I think everyone is happy. Uh, the whole athletic culture at MSU is so impressive. Uh, we, uh, after the baseball team loaned us their charter bus so we oh. could travel to, uh, to Notre Dame for playoffs. Uh, what, a, what a great favor. We were paid it by going to a baseball game. They were so appreciative of that. We had a great time. Uh, I think... The the the, sum, the the culmination of what we're doing is just good feeling everywhere. Uh, we're having fun. Players enjoy us. The other athletic teams like having us around. I, I it's something I'm really proud of to be a part of. Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they hit on the nail. It's we want people just to come and have fun and enjoy and support our team. If you've watched soccer never, or if you watch soccer every weekend. Uh, you're going to have fun. I can promise you that. It's not You don't have to know the game to enjoy your time, and that's what we're all about. Uh, we're about enjoying the game but also enjoying each other, enjoying supporting Michigan State because that's what it's all about. I, I think what's always neat when you look at a group like the Rowdies is it's it's grassroots, and you get a chance to be a part of something that's unique. You know, you're not one of thousands. You're one of tens, you know, and, and hopefully maybe hundreds at some point, but it's a unique group for that. And just while I got you guys there, I – we always try to thank you, but on behalf of the the Michigan State men's soccer team, our guys are really, really appreciative for everything that you guys do for us, and thanks again. 
Okay. Thanks, Coach. No, no, no. All right. Teary-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that wraps it up here on Corner Kick. We thank Luke, Alex, Grant, and Chris for coming in studio, as well as men's head soccer coach, Damon Rensing. Uh, check out the podcast hopefully next week, and we will see you later. Thank you. And my goodness, they didn't want to drop it on this boy's lip. He is a threat. of this goal. Balotelli, Aguero! 